Resource Science, and welcome back to another episode of the High School Podcast. Today, we will be discussing about Nettie Stevens, an American genesis who made a significant impact in the world of science. Nettie Marie Stevens was born on July 7, 1861 in Cavendish, Vermont, to a middle-class family. Stevens' early life is somewhat obscure, but it is known that she attended Westford Academy and graduated at the age of 19. She became a teacher and taught courses such as physiology and zoology. The courses she taught influenced her to further her education at Westfield State University. She completed a four-year course in only two years and graduated top of her class. After graduation, she attended Stanford University and earned her BA in 1899 and MA in 1900. She further obtained her PhD at Brian Marr College. Attending Brian Marr College jump-started her career and the college biology department influenced her. After receiving her PhD from Brian Marr, she was given an assistantship at the Carnage Institution of Washington in 1904. The assistantship helped her study germ cells and eventually write a scientific paper on spermogenesis. The scientific paper highlighted the focus of sex determination studies and chromosomal inheritance. With the help of Carnage Institution, they were able to fund her research. Stevens investigated by using germ cells of amphids to determine the variation in the chromosome structure between the two sexes. She came to the conclusion that the cytoplasma of the egg was the main factor. In 1905, Stevens continued her research on a mealworm, and this is where her research took a turn. The research conducted on a female and a male mealworm showed that the spermatosa had one distinctively smaller chromosome than the female set. It was shown when comparing offsprings that the males will always receive the smaller chromosome. Stevens was able to identify the Y chromosome in the mealworm and concluded that the chromosomal basis of sex depended on the presence of ab or absence of the Y chromosome. During the early 1900s, many scientific discoveries were released and often many people were not credited for the studies they conducted. Nettie Stevens was one of these people. Edmund Beecher Wilson was a researcher who conducted an experiment on an organism that was missing one chromosome. His, his results represented an XO model of her, hereditary, while Stevens was an XY representation. Stevens and Wilson research were two distinctive studies, but Wilson was given more of the credit because he was a well-known researcher at the time. Stevens and Wilson's chromosomal sex determination might have been jointly similar, but others thought that Stevens worked as an assistant in Wilson's experiment. Many science textbooks give Wilson the sole credit for Stevens' discoveries. This is not the case, because Stevens created her own discoveries and published many papers about spermogenesis and was able to show valid proof of it. I believe another factor that people weren't able to give the sole credit to Stevens was because she was a woman in the specific field. Stevens was a woman who was interested in the STEM field. While the 21st century is so pro quote-unquote women in STEM and have created many opportunities for women who are interested in STEM fields, this was not the case during Stevens' time. Many stereotypes during the early 1900s about women in STEM were that women should not be in the working field. Instead, they wanted them to fulfill their womanly duty. 
The womanly duty, such as taking care of the kids, maintain the house by cooking and cleaning, and welcome the husband home. Stephen was very young when she discovered and wrote papers about spermatogenesis, and becoming a housewife was least of her worries. She was a person who wanted to learn more about genetics and the world of science. Researching about Stevens was interesting because she was very self-driven and she involved and surrounded herself amongst people who were able to teach and give her the opportunity to research. She accomplished many things and she was able to do it at a very young age. Unfortunately, at 50 years old, Stevens died of breast cancer on May 4, 1912 in Baltimore, Maryland. Stevens' career span was very short and she wasn't awarded anything on her discovery of spermatogenesis. She passed away without getting full recognition for her studies. Even though her career was cut short, she, was made a, she may, has made a significant impact in biology and genetics. With her many research papers on the XY sex determination system, scientists are able to get a better view in genetics and study more about it. There have been new findings in modern medicine due to Nettie Stevens, and for that, she deserves the recognition. Nettie Stevens was buried in the Westford, Massachusetts Cemetery near the graves of her father and sister. Thank you for hearing and learning more about Nettie Stevens with me. If you are interested in hearing more about high school on air, follow our Instagram at get.highschooled and our Twitter at get.highschooled.